When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and why is NASA buying more rocket rides from Russia, even though SpaceX and Boeing are going to be ready to launch humans back to the International Space Station from U.S. soil really soon? I'll let you know about that in just a minute. But first, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting this pod from day one. So thank you to everybody who's subscribed to the podcast. It's super important to do that, to uh, get this thing in front of other people and spread the knowledge of space and science and technology to other people. So subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash space news pod. Also, you can find us on iTunes, anywhere that you get your podcast, your audio podcast. Check us out at space news. Um, you can just search for space news. That's ready to go. Also, spacenewspodcast.com and all the socials at Space News Pod. So make sure to hit me up on there and start a discussion about something that I talk about in today's episode. And without the support of space cadets like yourself, I couldn't be doing this. So thank you to everybody on Patreon, patreon.com slash Space News Pod. NASA stated today that it's weighing an option to buy two additional astronaut seats aboard a Russian rocket as a contingency plan against further delays in the launch systems being developed by Elon Musk's SpaceX and Boeing. So they're not doing this because they're trying to slight SpaceX or anybody else. They're doing this because it's a flexible thing to do. You know, it's a just-in-case kind of measure, like a backup uh, for NASA, just in case something doesn't go right with SpaceX or Boeing. And as they build out the rocket and capsule launch systems to return astronauts to the International Space Station from U.S. soil, well, this will be the first time that they do this since 2011. So they kind of want to have a backup plan just in case if something goes wrong. And there's nothing wrong right now with what's going on with SpaceX and Boeing. This is just kind of like a Hey, guys, if something does happen, if something really bad happens and we can't get this finished, we have astronauts up on ISS. And that's the thing. They need to have astronauts on ISS because if they don't have U.S. astronauts on ISS, well, the whole thing kind of shuts down. And these things aren't cheap. These seats on Russia's Roscosmos uh, rockets well, they're expensive. It's about 80 million U.S. dollars per seat. And that includes um, getting the astronauts from the ground up to the space station, but also training for the rocket itself. So you're not an astronaut. Well, you're an astronaut, but you don't know everything about the rockets. So these guys, the Russians, and they make sure that everything is okay before they launch you up to the International Space Station. So they have a big part in this. It's not just strapping it to a rocket and launching you up. There's a whole process to it, and that's part of the cost. 
So today, a NASA spokesperson said um, that it characterized a solicitation request that NASA filed on Wednesday as a contingency plan. NASA said it could buy a seat for one astronaut in the fall and another seat in the spring of 2020. And the absence of U.S. crew members at any point would diminish ISS operations to an inoperable state. That's what they said on Wednesday. Today's Friday. That was only a couple days ago. Now, that being said, NASA has awarded $6.8 billion to SpaceX and to aerospace giant Boeing to develop separate launch systems to fly astronauts to space. But both companies have faced technical challenges and delays along the way. And NASA announced another slip last week, and it said that both contractors uh, need to complete hardware testing and other factors. The U.S. space agency said SpaceX was now targeting March 2nd instead of February 23rd. It's a couple days. You know, it's a couple weeks. It's not that long, but it's still a little bit of a delay for its uncrewed um, Crew Dragon test flight. And it's astronaut flight that will come in July if nothing else goes wrong. So these uncrewed missions, they're there so the crews are safe, right? So the uncrewed missions, they're put into place and they're launched. So if anything goes wrong, they can catch it before humans actually get into the capsule. And in other NASA news, the SLS just moved a little bit forward. The SLS is a gigantic, giant, giant rocket that NASA is going to launch to Mars eventually, but first to the moon. And there's some stuff that just happened at Stennis Space Center that made it a little bit more likely to happen sooner than later. And before the SLS can leave the Earth, there's more tests in store which include the first use of a refurbished B-2 test stand at Stennis Space Center in Mississippi, which just completed six whole years of preparation for use later this year. Since 2015, at Stennis, the Space Center has already been testing the RS-25 engines, Um, but they've only been testing one at a time. Now, the B-2 test stand, which is the newer stand that they've been building up, they built it 300 feet taller than what it was before. 300 feet. That's huge. So now they can test fire four at a time as opposed to the uh, the one before. And these four are attached to the core stage. So it's a much bigger leap forward. They can start doing testing on, well, let's just say the big part of the rocket. So Stennis isn't new to all of this. Stennis is, they have a legacy. They've been doing NASA launches since 1961. They've been testing rockets since then, since um, all the Saturn V rockets from the Apollo era and 2300 space shuttle main engine tests for all 135 space shuttle missions. The SLS will be using four refurbished engines from the space shuttle program, which uh, along with two solid rocket boosters will create more than 8.8 million pounds of thrust and the SLS designed to carry the Orion crew capsule to the moon and eventually Mars uh, when it launches from Kennedy Space Center. So Stennis has been building up and they're getting ready for the next set of tests. Now I want to say thank you for listening to the episode. It's all done, guys. Thank you for listening to the Space News Pod. I appreciate all of your time, all of your support. Thank you for subscribing to the channel on iTunes, um, wherever you get your podcasts, and also on YouTube. Thank you for watching on YouTube. I really do appreciate that. The channel's kind of new, so 
we have a couple videos up and I'm really stoked about it. So thank you for subscribing on there. And if you're not subscribed on there, go to youtube.com slash space news pod. Thank you. Um, and that's it for today. Space cadets. And uh, my name is Will. This has been the space news pod and I will see you soon. Thank you.